Welcome to the Traveling Image Makers Podcast, your source of inspiration about travel photography. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride as we bring you on a tour around the world with our guests. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ugo Che, and this is episode 108 of the Traveling Image Makers podcast. We have a special episode this week. Like every two months, we have uh, the winners of our uh, photo contest that we hold over at our Facebook group, the Traveling Image Makers Corner. What happens there is that we uh, have this contest, and people uh, are free to submit their photos, and then we pick a couple of them and we invite the photographers to the show to talk about their photography and the winning photo and their travels and so on. And if you would like to compete for a chance to be invited on the show, you can head over to our Facebook group, uh, The Traveling Image Makers Corner. You can just go to ttim.photo forward slash Facebook and you will be redirected there. Uh, Entry into the contest is completely free. You just have to add one photo to the album that you will find at the top of the group's page. So our last contest was in the months of October and November and we picked a couple of winners and our interviews will follow shortly. Uh, You will find uh, all the links about them and all the show notes and the winning photos at ttim.photo forward slash 108. Before jumping into the interviews with our winners, Gea Gaetani D'Aragona and Mark Farrington, I would just like to say that if you like the show and you want to pay it forward, the best thing that you can do is to share it with your friends. You can always find us at ttim.photo. And if you want to leave us a review, you can do so on iTunes. Just go to ttim.photo forward slash iTunes. That would be very much appreciated. And now let's listen to our interviews with Gia Gaetani D'Aragona and Mark Farrington. Enjoy. All right. As uh, anticipated, we are here with uh, Gia Gaetani D'Aragona, who is uh, one of the winners of our uh, October-November photo contest over at the Traveling Image Makers Corner group on Facebook, where every two months we launch this contest and we invite our members to submit their best photos. And the prize is simply to be invited to be a guest on the show and talk about photography, talk about the travels and, and the winning photo, of course. So we had more than 30 submissions for the uh, October-November contest and we had a really hard time, me and Ralph, picking two winners. My uh, favorite photo this time was uh, Jaya's photo from, uh, I think it's from uh, Holland. But we will let Jaya uh, uh, talk about uh, the winning photo and her photography and her travels. So welcome, Jaya. Uh, How are you? Uh, thank you very much. Hello, Hugo. Uh, I'm very happy to be here. Uh, above all, more very proud um, about this prize to be here with you now. Uh, my photo um, has been made in Kinderdijk, that is, uh, I think, one of the most famous landmarks in the Netherlands. Uh, it was uh, in one of my favorite moments of the day, that is sunrise. Also, slightly before sunrise, I would say dawn. Uh, 
uh, in a very, very cold morning, but now I am used to that because dawn and sunrises are, uh, as I told you, my favorite moment of the day. Uh, uh, nothing, what else can I tell you? That morning, uh, yes, a special light, um, you can see that. Um, yeah, it's it's a beautiful light. There is a, a mix of artificial because there are some. So I will just briefly describe the subject. It's obviously a windmill, which is a typical yeah. Dutch kind of uh, of scene, right? Uh, it's a. I think it's a yeah. one of the few, or I don't know how many windmills are still there in the Netherlands. I've been there a few times. I've seen a few, but they were probably. Man. Yeah, many, many, but yeah. the most uh, there is a story, another a little story behind this photo is that I'm very lucky because I live very close to this uh, location, so I go very, very often for mm -hmm. sunrises, sunsets, and uh, also generally during the day is just full of tourists, especially Japanese. Mm -hmm. So it's impossible to make a photo, but if you indeed live so close like I do, it's uh, around 15 minutes of driving and I'm there, I can go in other hours when there is nobody. I found also a way to park my car. Yes, it's a long walking, but really it works why to do that. Yeah, there aren't many tourists around at the time of the day, I, I can imagine. Yes. <laughs> yes. So there's a, a mix of natural and artificial light, I see. The windmill is obviously illuminated, uh, but there is a uh, dawning. Uh, the, the sun is starting to, the sky is starting to clear, to brighten up from the incoming sunrise. But there are still uh, stars in the sky, right? So it's, uh, it's a great mix of... Uh, no, I told you, it was very, very early, before yeah. sunrise. Indeed. Yeah, there is uh, artificial light, there is sunlight, and there is starlight. So a combination of three different lights really makes it like a kind of magical atmosphere. I really love this, uh, this picture from... Uh, because of this, essentially. Even though it's, uh, it's a popular landmark, as you say, you managed to capture it uh, in a way that is different from what many other people would be able to capture and you said you are lucky uh, because you live close can you maybe tell us of, of course so we can hear from your exit and at least i can hear that you're not <laughs> dutch <laughs> in fact no. in fact you're italian <laughs> yes very italian and the most fun most funny thing is that uh, i split my life if you ask me where do you live I live a bit in the Netherlands and a bit in Italy because my husband is Dutch. But after seven years, I still cannot speak and understand Dutch. Oh really? Nothing. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> luckily uh, all, I can say, all really speak English there. So life is not so hard <laughs> about yeah. language. Well, that, might, uh, that might be a, a blessing. Um, and a problem in a way because the fact that in, in the Netherlands so many people speak very good English, it means that you don't have to really learn Dutch, which can well, be... Well, very right. You know why? Because at times I tried my best to learn at least a few words, uh, the very basic one. But all the times that I tried to say one word in Dutch, they immediately start to speak in English to you. Yeah. It's like you lose also motivation. Yeah, they, they understand that you're not Dutch, yeah. so they try to be helpful by switching to English, and yes, no. that means you never learn Dutch. That's a, that's a bit of a 
the downside of it, I guess. It's not very encouraging, let's yeah. say. Yeah, you're not encouraged to try to, to speak no. Dutch. Got it. See, see. But do, do, you, do you have children? Uh, I have, uh, yes, a daughter. But is, but is she uh, Dutch she or Italian? No, she's Italian. Oh, okay. uh, I am at second marriage. My, yeah, does, my husband is in, yeah, yes. So oh, yeah. you, you don't have Dutch children that you would have to, to speak Dutch to them? My husband has two children, uh-huh. Dutch, but they too, they speak very well English. Yeah. Because <laughs> in Ireland, when they are very, very young at school, uh, three years old already, they start to learn English. Yeah, I see. So with them too, same problem. So anyway, you, you split your time between Italy and I think you're a... Uh, uh, If I remember well, you're from Taranto, which is a city yes. in southern Italy. And I see your photos on, on Facebook and you sometimes share from the Netherlands and sometimes from, yes. from your uh, uh, homeland, from your mother city, Taranto. So uh, <laughs> maybe it's uh, putting you a bit on the spot, but which one do you prefer, at least photographically? Is it Italy or the Netherlands? This is a very difficult question. I, I know, I, I don't want to. I was fearing this question uh, because, as I love to say, uh, the Netherlands now is for me my home away from home. Yeah. Uh, from a photographic point of view, uh, <laughs> let's say that depends from the season. Yeah. So I have a very... <laughs> I try to, to answer... Uh, in a diplomatic way because uh, for example uh, autumn is just a dream in the Netherlands Uh, Mm -hmm. yes I love my country I love Italy but I cannot really compare why I don't know if you never visited this part of Italy uh, Apulia in summer uh, you cannot compare the colors that you have here <laughs> so i would say uh, no, it's really an impossible choice for me impossible mm-hmm. yeah. i know i didn't want to real answer i just wanted to <laughs> just to compare the two different uh, situations and and yeah. also it's so so different because i started to uh, learn a wish to live with the snow mm-hmm. which i never had here of course Um, but the Netherlands is a wonderful country. <laughs> yes, I have to say. Also, I am speaking from a really only a photographic point of view, uh, because now, of course, I have many friends. Uh, my half of my family is there. Yeah. But we are speaking about photography, so it's very photogenic. Yeah, yeah. For sure. well, what kind of subjects do you prefer? Um... My favorite, I would say, landscape. But lately I'm starting to really enjoy street photography. Mm. So because uh, it's uh, helping me a lot to, to win my shyness. So it's, uh, it's like a therapy for me. Um, yeah, street photography in black and white, of course, because I think street photography can only be It's my opinion, of course. It can only be in black and white. When we speak about people, just people. How, again, how do you find the Dutch people? How open are they to being photographed uh, compared to the Italians, especially the Italians who are from where you are? I guess it's a very, very different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I know that. 
people from mm. different countries are more or less open to being photographed. They react differently and so on. So it, I think it would be interesting to compare. Again, not to say one is necessarily yeah. better than the other. It's uh, There are cultural differences. Yeah. So it's nice to, to explore those. And mm. Let's say that for sure in the Netherlands, but in all North countries, I think people are a lot more closed. Uh, so at times cannot be very easy. But I started to... Uh, collect all my courage and just ask. Uh, most of times is okay. Many times I just get a no. Mm -hmm. uh, some other times there are situations in which you have to shoot exactly in that moment. You have no time to ask. So I shoot, then I try to approach these people to show my photograph, to say something about that, that I have a project, for example that I would like to publish in my website. Most of times, I have to say, people is very nice and kind. Yes, at times I get some no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also happened few times that I made some photos in a bit of a sneaky way because uh, I was in um, Antwerp a couple of weeks ago in Belgium. Uh, I don't know if you saw... Uh, um, I don't remember if I posted in your um, Facebook page. There was a young couple that was just cuddling each other with a wonderful Christmas trees behind them. Uh, they were just too lovely, so I hate to make that that photo. But they went away straight after. So I, I still don't know their names. I did not get an occasion to ask their permission. Uh, I would like very much, very, really, very much one day to find them. <laughs> and mm. share your photo with them. In Italy, it's completely another thing when I'm doing street photography, because generally it's people that is asking to have a photo. <laughs> so it's the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, I see. Interesting, because, uh, you know, sometimes... Uh, as a, as a society, as a whole, maybe northern countries and the Netherlands is perceived to be more open. Uh, one, one of the things that I experience in the Netherlands is that people have uh, uh, windows onto the street, which are completely open, no curtains, and you can peek inside their houses while walking on the street. Right, right? yes. So, and still they are more not as yeah. open to being photographed, whereas in Italy, uh, houses are more private but still people want to be photographed it's it's interesting <laughs> it's very interesting okay so um i know you uh i saw on facebook that you have uh, just had an exhibition maybe you have others coming up so can you tell us where do you publish your works you also have a new website so where can people find your your works uh, and what's uh What's photography for you? I mean, uh, do you look forward to, to doing exhibitions? Do you try to sell your work commercially? How does that work for you? Uh, my, I have a website that is really uh, brand new, I think, uh, since a couple of months. And it is jagaitani.com. And I also have a Facebook page. I started with just a Facebook page that is Scattacuore. Um, I look forward always, first of all, to improve myself because I think in photography there is and there will always be something to learn. You can never say 
I know that. Because it's not just not true. Um, when you think to, to reach something, you see that there is something new that you don't know, that you need to improve. And this is what I'm trying. Um, mm. uh, what else can I tell you? Uh, maybe you... you just uh, No, if you want to... to Tell us about your upcoming exhibitions or past exhibitions. Uh, what? This story about the exhibition was a really surprise for me because I um, joined a, a site that is called Guru Shots. I don't know if you know him. No. It's a site where photographers from all over the world basically uh, challenge uh, themselves. Uh, there is someone who um, decides a team for a challenge, and there are also nice prizes that are um, not... Um, these prizes are about money that you can spend in uh, online shops with uh, photography stuff of every kind. There was a, a, a challenge in particular that was about street photography. Uh, name, the theme exactly was uh, Urban Scenery, um, I joined this challenge with a photo um, that I particularly loved because it uh, was made this summer in my hometown. Uh, I did not win, but I received a wonderful email, wonderful for me, that uh, in which they say that I was chosen from the um, critic. Uh -huh. I don't know if it is the right word. Or the editor. And that they, yeah, they asked my permission to... Um, curator, I think, is the right me, word. This curator, yeah, yeah. curator. <laughs> to have this photo in this exhibition. Uh, and also in Amsterdam. So I was, I was two times lucky, because Amsterdam is an hour of driving, from where I live. Um, so yes, of course I gave my permission <laughs> and it was a great experience because I could uh, meet many, many photographers from over the world. Uh, yes, it was a big honor for me. As looks like it's happening the same thing now uh, with another exhibition in Strasbourg that will be end of January with uh, another photo, another team. But yeah, it was my very first time. Good, good for you. Time. I think yeah. it's uh, this underscores the importance of putting oneself out there. I mean, going to, to groups where there are uh, critiques, at least critiques from people who yeah. know about yeah. critiquing photos, not just the random yeah. Facebook group. <laughs> it always happens. Yeah. I, I'm a bit against the critiques on Facebook Sorry. because you yeah. get, everyone can critique and say things that yeah. are done. But yeah. something with a selected group of critics critics uh, so on can really help and uh, putting yourself out even if it might, sometimes might mean getting not so nice comments but they, those help yeah. you grow in the end and open up new opportunities so kudos Absolutely. to you for for doing that and reaping the, the fruits of uh, of your uh, uh, being open about that great yeah. okay so uh, I think we had a Great conversation here today. I wish we could uh, uh, go about it for, for longer, but maybe we'll do a little more chatting with you in a future episode, talk more about you and your photography, yeah, yeah, your, sure. some, your travels or, or everything. But for now, I would just like to thank you for, um, for your time today uh, with us and 
wish you all the best for your future uh, travels, photography, exhibitions, uh, and whatever. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Take care and goodbye. Bye. Hi, everyone. This is Ralph Velasco of the Traveling Image Makers podcast. Uh, welcome to another episode. And this is the episode where we talk to the winners of the October and November photography contest. And I have the pleasure of speaking to Mark Farrington, who is coming to us from England. Welcome to the show, Mark. Ralph, thank you very much indeed. It's, uh, it's an honor to be here. Great. Well, you uh, you earned the right to be on the show. So, uh, wonderful image. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your photography. Right. Thank you. Yes, I'm a, I'm a semi-retired, I suppose you'd call me a committed hobbyist photographer, really. Um, I think like many people, um, I was introduced to photography actually by my father. Um and for about 40 years, getting on for that while in a professional career and then a family and so on, it was something I did uh, particularly in holidays and on professional trips, particularly to cities. Um, and as a result, I think, again, like many people, I've done uh, for many years a lot of travel photography, urban landscapes and street photography. And then about getting on for four years ago, I was able to take uh, semi-retirement um, and I've now got more time and, and I'm able to um, be, be fulfilling a, what's been a 40-year ambition which is to, to learn how to take photographs properly <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm really enjoying that. That's great and uh, what are you shooting with? Um, well I've actually um, I was given an Olympus OM-1 by my parents, sec second hand, for my 21st birthday. And I've actually been with Olympus ever since. Oh, wow. Uh, mm -hmm. I've, earned, I've owned um, a variety of other cameras uh, uh, in the interim period. But uh, my main um, body at the moment is the Olympus EM-1 Mark II, so the new uh, mirrorless uh, might call very fast camera, fast handling, fast shooting, fast focusing. And um, I do a lot of street photography um, still. Um, and my favorite lens for that is actually a Panasonic Leica lens, which, which fits the Micro Four Thirds system. It's 15 mil, so it's equivalent to 30 millimeters full frame. Mm -hmm. So uh, the image was taken with that combination. So the Micro Four Thirds body and... Uh, a 15 mil uh, pan Leica lens because that uh, the, the Olympus and Panasonic the Lumix cameras those lenses are interchangeable right yes and pretty much uh, certainly for all basic functions that they, they are interchangeable there's one or two specialist functions uh, provided by both um, manufacturers that mean that, that those aspects only work on the specific body that matches the lens and I, I mean for example with the um with the new olympus it's got um dual image stabilization with at the moment just a couple of the latest lenses which gives amazing um hand holdability i mean there's a, you can hand hold for four seconds one uh, one lens i've got and fairly reliably get sharp images uh, that's a 24 millimeter equivalent 
That's that's just amazing. I uh, I shoot with the Panasonic Lumix GX8, and I actually oh, have yes. yeah. yeah I have that 15 millimeter lens, and I just don't use it. Uh, I tend to be a one body, one lens kind of shooter, but uh, yep. I'm going to have to break that out. Um, well, it's it's very it's very, I I like it. I like the slight well for street photography. I like it um, for the slightly wider perspective it gives. One of the styles of street photography and travel photography I enjoy is is actually getting quite close to people um, as they're walking past on on the pavement. And that, I find that perspective's quite good. It allows you to get fairly close, have a little bit of room for, for cropping if necessary, because obviously that close, it can be difficult to frame people. Um, and it's very sharp, um, and it's an f1.7, which... Bearing in mind, micro four thirds gives reasonable subject isolation at uh, full aperture. It's it's sharp at full aperture. Yeah, it's sharp I, enough at full aperture. Sure, sure. And, and I may have misspoken. It's the the twelve to one twenty that I have, which is a, a twenty four to two forty equivalent. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah, the uh, twenty four to one twenty, which I think is what I said, was actually my Nikon <laughs> uh, camera uh, lens of choice uh, back when I was shooting. Uh, DSLR, which now I'm shooting entirely micro four thirds. I switched over about two years ago, almost exactly. So, well, let's talk about your image. Now, uh, you were one of the two people that we chose. Ugo had a choice and I did too. And uh, there was some really great submissions uh, this and um, you know almost every month, but it was a, a tough decision. And I want you to tell us about this this image that that you submitted, and it's very symmetrical. And there's a tree right in the center, and I see two people. Um, it, what did you call this image? Did you have a name well, for it? Uh, I or, I th- te- I've, yes, I've tended to call it communication failure. Right. Because I think the two young people. Uh, um, I don't think they knew each other. They were sitting. Uh, there were seats back to back on in that line of trees, right. um, and I think they were sitting close, but not actually. With, they weren't actually with each other. Mm-hmm. And I think they were. I think one of them might have been reading, and one of them uh, texting or, or or something on their phone, and it just looked like a, a lack of meeting of <laughs> of two young people in a a beautiful um, a be- beautiful Parisian garden actually mm-hmm. it's the uh, it, it, it's the um it's the palais royal which is um just to the east of the louvre the first arrondissement in paris uh so it's a very sort of classical formal garden surrounded by formal buildings um i was actually on um a valerie jardin street photography weekend workshop nice so so it was a very um stimulating weekend um and as is common this was october of this year uh as is common with many european capitals at that time of year year if you're lucky there's quite a lot of um quite a lot of the day when the light is uh low and golden and um i've always enjoyed good light and the first thing that caught caught my eye there uh, was obviously the uh, the light which um, highlights the leaves in the distance 
and also gives the, the sort of leading lines of the shadows um, in in the foreground. Um, so I, I was working that, li- that line of trees which stretches away and then I realised that if I stepped forward a little I could... Uh, I could get this symmet- almost symmetrical uh, composition with nice light and people uh, people sort sort of not doing something. If you see what I mean, so I took a couple of frames and um, and I haven't done much to it in post processing because I tend not to with my street images. Just a little bit of highlight recovery, uh, obviously cropped from the bottom a little bit, and um, I lifted the. Um, the two figures slightly, just so you could make out a little more in, um, detail in them. But that, that's about it. Yeah, and for those of you who are listening to the podcast and aren't actually looking at the image, which is probably the majority, uh, you come to the, the to the to our website ttim.photo and look for this episode, and you'll see the actual image. And of course, it's also on our Facebook page. But uh, if I could just explain what I'm seeing, uh, so what Mark's done is he's got this this uh, like medium-sized tree right smack in the center of the image and there are two people sitting it looks like they're floating in the air but uh, there's this back-to-back bench that you've sort of covered up with that tree and uh, like you said one of them's probably texting the other's on the phone and they probably don't know each other and it's interesting too I, I don't know why but that it looks like you know fairly similar age man and a woman and uh and, you know, like you say that, did you say you call it communication breakdown? Oh, communication failure. Yeah. Failure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So they're doing, they probably don't even know each other. They're back to back. And then you've got this wonderful diagonal, this uh, uh, sort of, um, you know, just kind of disappearing into the the distance there of this line of trees on the left-hand side and this walkway on the right and just beautiful contrast uh, so you got those black blacks in there that always make uh, are always necessary. I think in any image, but especially in a black and white image, which is how you've presented this, uh, it's it's really striking. And I assume you positioned yourself purposely so that tree would be right in the center of them. Is that right? Yes, I felt it as I, I was, as I'd said, I, I was sort of walking around in that space because the the light was so lovely, and there were a variety of other um, lines you could. You can mentally draw between trees, and there were some uh, uh, walkways and and so on. So I was working to it to to and fro. Some some compositions um, being leading off to to a side or a corner, and some uh, some central. But I mm-hmm. I like this um, this central uh, composition. Yeah, it's it's very symmetrical, and then that perspective just disappears uh, into the top of the frame and. Uh, and the the wonderful contrast and these and these trees those shadows all over the ground, uh, really wonderful. I love the way you saw this and you you kind of worked it and and you made you made this image. I can tell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really nice. Um, and so, how long was that uh, that workshop that you did with Valerie? Was it just a long weekend or a full week? It was it was one of her weekend workshops. Mm-hmm. Actually, the year. The year before, I'd done one of her week workshops uh, in Rome, mm-hmm. um, which was also, a, well, I, <laughs> I think it changed my photographic life, really. Uh, and, and obviously, I know you've had Valerie on the show, and, and, and uh, I'm sure your, your audience will know um, 
the great teacher she is and a, such an encouraging such an encouraging person but also I think um, I've, I've done a variety of workshops not not only in street but um, but on the best ones you you almost learn as much from the other participants as you do from the the leader the leader sort of sets the tone and encourages and answers questions and sets basic tasks but then you know you know you can pull up with one or two other people and um, uh, learn things from each other and, and, and on both workshops I, I feel that's worked extremely well yeah I think that's that's a sign of a, a great workshop and and what I like to do on my trips which I don't call workshops there I call them more cultural tours with a focus on photography uh, but they it's that camaraderie and that yes. learning from each other and doing those uh, I do a one or two image reviews over the course of a week or two so it's mm. not every day and you know downloading every day and night and and doing image reviews every single day but um, getting that feedback and seeing what other people are seeing in the same exact place that you were yes that's that's remarkably uh, well it's eye-opening isn't it when you mm-hmm. when when you see uh, you see images uh, that somebody else saw that completely passed you by. <laughs> yeah, and you're in the exact same place, and uh, yeah. and, and and it helps you to, to to learn how other people see and and to to see other things yourself the next time. Exactly. Great. Exactly. Well, uh, I can't thank you enough for being on the show and for sharing this image and telling us the story behind it. Uh, it's a really wonderful shot, everyone. You must check it out on our website again, ttim.photo. Uh, I'm not sure exactly which episode this will be because Ugo handles that. But, uh, Mark, why don't you tell us where people can find out more about you online? Thank you very much. My um, The best place really is on my website, which I've been doing for a couple of years now, which is www.microcontrast.com. Mm-hmm. So, M-I-C-R-O contrast.com. Perfect. And there's there's very there's various sections on there, but I think most of my travel stuff for people who want to see that is is either in the general uh, gallery section or, and, and uh, blog section or in the street photography section. Wonderful, yeah. So and we'll certainly put a, a link to the show note there in the show notes uh, to your website for sure, so that people can uh, see what other kind of work you're doing. I'd like to see that myself. So, uh, anything else you'd like to add before uh, you have any other travel coming up? Well, we're um, we're going. I'm we're sitting here in the rather cold uh, United Kingdom at the moment, and I we're thinking of our next trip, which is the end of January to um, an, an island in the Caribbean. We've been a number of times before Grenada, and is uh, warm and welcoming, and has beautiful colours uh, in the villages, and a nice bit of wildlife, and uh, it's a great way to spend the English winter. Fantastic. And and I'm currently in Sri Lanka as we record mm. this, and you told me that you'd been here a couple times. Is that right? Yes. Um, I, I, in fact, I went twice with my wife in the, in fact, before she was my wife, in the uh, in the 1980s. Wow. And we went, we went back, um, it was actually in um, February this year, so February 2017. We went back to some... Um, some old haunts from uh, from a long time ago, and uh, loved it. The people are just just glorious, and uh, the the old buildings, the colonial buildings, again, we uh, we really loved. 
Yeah, and I, I tell you, that if there's one thing that stood out for me, and this is my first time here, and I'm only, uh, I've only been to Colombo, the capital, and I'm in uh, a small town in the so- southern coast called Unawatuna near Gaul. Oh, yes. Nice. Yeah, near yep. Gaul. And uh, yep. that's the only place I'm going to be for two weeks. I'm, it's, this is not an official scouting trip. But uh, the, the thing that has stood out for me is just the friendliness of the people. And I, I don't know why, just uh, I, the, most of the places I go to, the people are extremely friendly. And, uh, but here they are exceptionally friendly, friendly and I, I'm just loving it. And I, I am going to bring a group back here someday. <laughs> oh, that'll be, that'll be excellent. I, 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 if you get the chance, uh, do go to Gaul. It's, it's a lovely fortified uh, coastal city. Uh, it does get a. It, it, it's been quite well restored in re, in recent years, but there are still some picturesque, crumbly areas, um, and it does get quite a lot of tourists. But most of them disappear um, by the late afternoon, uh, or or else um, it's also quiet in in the morning, and so morning and later afternoon shooting in Gaul or just enjoying Gaul, I, I thoroughly recommend it. Beautiful, beautiful city or beautiful town. Yeah, I've been a couple times already, and I, it's maybe 20 minutes from where I am by tuk-tuk, and uh, what, good, I, good. what I've done is gone to this uh, small fishing cove where the, the men are bringing in their fishing boats. Uh, we get out there about 6.15 in the morning at this time of year, which is mid-December. The sun's coming up off the coast, and these men are bringing their boats in, and, and then they're, they're unloading the boats. Then they actually drag them probably... 20 or 30 meters up onto the shore by hand, you know, maybe six or eight men, very, very tough. And they are so friendly and open to being photographed and not another tourist out there. Wonderful photo yes. opportunity. And also the green Excellent. market, which is a very small sort of produce market, but great light, wonderful people, no tourists. So that's my, mm. those <laughs> three of my favorite words. <laughs> so again thank you so much for being on the show mark and sharing your image and uh we look forward to uh seeing you on the website and on the facebook page uh please continue to post and submit i certainly shall thank you very much indeed ralph uh Really enjoyed it. Thank you. My pleasure. And everyone, if you'd like to uh, follow me, please go to photoenrichment.com to see my website for some of the trips that I have coming up. You can also follow me at Ralph Velasco and at Photo Enrichment on all the social media networks. And in the meantime, keep shooting.